0: Vibe
1: Machine. Hey everyone out there listening to this episode of the Under the Covers podcast. My name is Josh and this episode revolves around the very talented Donnie Phillips, whose album designs include artists such as Metallica, Eminem, Madonna, Eric Clapton, Surge from System of a Down, Green Day. And where I'm from, Australia, he's also done bands such as Parkway Drive and even the Veronicas. I'm keen to understand how Donnie got started, and that was the very first question I threw at him.
0: God, I I don't even, I've always loved art specifically, obviously. Um, Album packaging in particular, though, always caught my eye. Uh, When I started a hardcore band with my best friends in high school, I was doing all our seven inches and posters and and what not and I found that I enjoyed that process more than actually playing the music <laughs> well I I I don't know about more but like that, that was it, it was equally as interesting to me to to make the visual counterpart to the music that we were making so uh that was my intro into the quasi professional world <laughs> of designing album packaging i mean i was working on a bootleg version of photoshop and uh just making terrible seven inch covers for (laughs) my friends bands as well but then you know as the the popularity of the the band i was in grew um it eventually linked me into somebody at warner brothers records who was interested in our band uh there was a kid in the street marketing department named steve morales who uh was, I guess, trying to pitch the band. I was in a band called The Warriors, and uh, ah, he yeah, was trying Warriors, to The p-
1: Warriors, cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. are, are you familiar?
1: Yes, I've heard of The Warriors.
0: There you go. Oh, really? Okay. All yeah. right. Right on. <laughs> yeah, so, like, th- that was the band my twin brother and I started with Marshall Lichtenwald, Mike Price, and we first, some other dudes. But, uh yeah, I guess somebody at Warner was interested, and, uh, it started a relationship with their street marketing department. And uh, I eventually weaseled my way into the marketing department, just making stickers and posters and other promo materials for vans. Nice. And I was doing that for a couple years. And then um, I met Ellen Wakayama, who was the head of the art department at the time. And she looped me in to uh, just be a junior designer. And yeah, man, it was just like – a crazy lucky turn of events for me because I didn't go to school for art. I, I had planned to, but I decided to tour with a hardcore band instead. <laughs> and you decided yeah, to have I mean, no money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I decided to be poor um, <laughs> and eat rice and beans and Wendy's, like, dollar menu items for years. <laughs> and I, I yeah, I, I eat better now. Thank God.
1: <laughs> thank goodness, thank goodness! But once you got started at Warner Brothers, you, your output really started to explode. And I mean, I think the best place for us to start is what I know best, which is Pathway sure. Drive. You you worked sure. on their latest album, Reverence, um, yeah. and the cover is actually a painting um, from the from the 1600s called um, The Fall of the Damned. Correct.
0: Yeah, you did your research. Nice. Yeah, it's a little it's bit of research thing, there. right?
1: It is. It is. How how did you you and all the band settle on that painting, and how did you get the rights to use it, or do you not need rights to use it?
0: I'm not a lawyer, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I threw it to the label and I said, "This is probably, you know, I, I think we'd have the rights to to repurpose this." I mean, it, it gets a little tricky, and again, I'm not a lawyer, but I think if if you license a photo of an old painting like that, all you need is the license to the photo of the painting. Oh. But, I mean, Again, dude, like I, I don't know, and chances are somebody's going to hear this and it's going to like open up a can of worms. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it was one of many paintings I pitched to to Winston and Luke and the guys, and I mean, they're. Such an incredible band to work with because they know what they want, they know what they're looking for. Um, m- maybe not specifics in execution, but you know, Winston had some very specific lyrical themes that that he wanted me to focus in on, and uh, I just came up with a mood board. I put a bunch of old like Renaissance paintings in the mood board, and they really gravitated towards those. And then it was just about finding the right one, and it's, it was just like hours and hours of hunting and. Finally landing on that, which, like, it couldn't be any cooler, I don't think. It's so it
1: scary. is such a cool artwork, and when they've got it, I don't know about over, over in the US, but when they've got it, uh, pressed out here, they've got it sort of, uh, uh, leveled up, you know, so, so, it's risen in, in different parts of the, especially around, um, some of the, some of the...
0: Oh, uh, sure, yeah, yeah, like God, all the, know. all the embossed areas and like, the debossed it. areas That's and stuff
1: that's that's yeah they're the words i'm looking for
0: (laughs) that was the coolest part of working with them because i mean they're clearly one of the bigger fish if not the biggest fish in the epitaph pond right now Mm, so mm. we had some we had some budget to work with and get tricky with some of the printing techniques and stuff and that's the kind of stuff i love doing
1: they are one of the coolest bands around and their manager Graham, I'm sure if you've dealt with Winston, you've probably dealt with Graham. Is such an amazing guy as well. And wait, you know, wait, wait, wait.
0: so, oh, so they're t- they're a tour manager because I know they're they're self managed. No,
1: like,
0: no, they're, routine, they're actually or, managed.
1: Or, they're actually managed by a name, named, a guy named Graham Nixon, and he runs Resist Record, which oh. is their record label out here, but he's actually their manager as well. But he he does keep in the background oh, sure. a fair bit. Yeah, there you go.
0: Oh yeah, no, I never, I never had to deal with him. Um, well, deal with him. I, I, I never had the privilege of meeting him. Uh, he's a lovely this guy. Cycle. It was, yeah. I mean, he must be. He must be. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he's clearly a talented guy. They're one of the biggest fans in the world right now. It's
1: insane. It, that, it is absolutely insane. And he sort of, I've got a. If for anyone who's interested, if you go to Vibe Machine media.com and you search through my other series called connect the rock you will see an episode with resist records and on that i talked to graham about about how he found parkway drive or how they found him and sort of how they rose up and how they got signed (laughs) to epitaph which is a story in itself which we we don't have time to go into here but it is an amazing story and they are an amazing band and that is incredible artwork have you had any reaction from what reaction have you had for that artwork because it is so striking do you get to hear feedback
0: yes and no i mean designer buddies of mine and stuff have given me you know accolades and stuff which is cool (laughs) but i mean i live in a really small town in colorado so in a lot of the my friends here don't really listen to hardcore but, you know, I'll get emails from like different fans who are looking for prints or wanting to know if I actually painted that thing. <laughs> I'm like, no, yes. no, no, But, I mean, it was, it was, it was a, it was a cool ingredient to work with and turn it into a package for sure. You know, I mean, it, it was a big release. So, so I did get feedback and it was all, it was all good. So, I mean, I have no complaints there, but, the thing with graphic artists specifically, I think, or at least the ones I'm in contact with, it's kind of an isolating gig. <laughs> you know mm. what I mean? Like you're typically, you're, you're typically in front of a computer all day long and you're just cranking to your heart's content and, uh, it's actually rare when, you know, people are beating
1: down your door to like pat you on the back. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Well, they definitely should be with that release, but you've we've got to move away from that. And I thought let's jump from something that is that really striking visual painting to something that's a bit more, a bit more, uh, I guess, photoshopped or you know with different layers. Which is Eminem's Walk sure. on Water. How did yeah, yeah, Eminem yeah. come into your sphere, and was he was he hands on at all with his artwork, or is it purely record label?
0: Uh that was an interesting one because I got a call from uh, one of the creative directors at the record label and
1: mm. they said, Hey, do
0: you want to work with one of our biggest artists? And I was like, well, of course, who is it? <laughs> and and they wouldn't give me the name. They're like, wow. well, it's all super, super confidential. It's going to drop really, really quick. Um, you're going to have to crank through the weekend and you're not going to know who it's for. And so you're already, you're totally done with it. So, I was cranking, cranking and, and, you know, like the emails back and forth and the phone calls back and forth. I kept trying to get little bits of information to see if I couldn't figure out Mm. ultimately who it was. And, you know, she, she told me, oh, you know, well, the artist is going to be dropping an LP soon. So I was looking at like, okay, Interscope, you know, artists who are going to release (laughs) records in 2018, you know what I mean? And and finally, just with context clues, I figured out it was, uh, Eminem, but, uh, uh he was very hands on, but it was all, it was all through the, the email chains of emails that he was sending to the label and then the label would send to me. Because, you know, like if I, if I leaked on Twitter, if I even had a Twitter or a Facebook, I don't have any of <laughs> those, but like if it, it had I like leaked it, it would have been this big like fiasco. So they kept it under under wraps, like crazy. Uh, But, but he, but I mean, dude, like I did, I must've done like 20 different versions of that. I mean, he, he knew exactly what he wanted. He wanted, you know, a a photo of a bunch of people in a crowd, uh, something that looked like one of his crowds. And we actually had a photo of one of his concerts, but we couldn't get the rights to it. So we had to swap it out like two or three times with different concert photos and then, uh, it was just like 20 different rounds of like blurring people's faces and getting legal to sign wow. off on, on likenesses and stuff. It was like the most convoluted process for such a simple <laughs> cover, <laughs> you know? And that, and that's what I think a lot of people don't understand. Like I remember talking to, to Jason from morning breath and he was like, dude, he's like, I don't even like judge album art anymore because like talented people are, are pumping out like shitty covers because it's all art by committee. You know? Mm. Like like very rarely do you like create this like incredible piece of art. You show it to the band and they're like amazing. Like send it to press, you know? Like it's it has to go through <laughs> the gauntlet of managers and marketing people and and uh you know people like girlfriends of band members and stuff so i mean when it comes out the other end and it's looking pretty good uh and, and i mean like okay like that's <laughs> usually a win for the music industry <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's tough man
1: oh it, but it, it is good to know that someone even of marshall Mathers' size is still sure. at least hands-on in some way even though it's sort of through an email chain because you know, you don't actually want to talk to him but uh Well um, dude, like
0: yeah. I, I mean we're working with bands like big and small, I find that the ones that are big are big for a reason and they're big because mm. they have a vision and they have specific feedback and they have specific ideas for how they want to be visually branded. You know, it's usually the bands that are kinda in and out flashing the pan shit, like those are the mm. bands that don't know what the fuck they want. You know? <laughs> like listening to your Sergi interview. Sergi, Sergi's a friend of mine. He's a, he's the coolest dude. One of my favorite guitar players. I'm a huge Sam. I am fan. Um, that interview you did with him is killer. So I would highly suggest anyone as soon as that's available to go peep that. But, uh. Yes, but
1: don't uh, call him Serg, Sergey. I accidentally started a conversation with Sergei. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: I mean, it's. He's got like a wild Russian name. Like, I think yeah, He yeah. said it in that interview too. Yeah.
1: But and, uh, uh, and, and he, he he was he was like, I don't think I put it in, but he's like, I wish I, my name was Sergey, because I'd be king of the gays. And I was like, <laughs> seeing, <laughs> seeing they're cringing, going, I've said his name wrong. Yeah, you could this guy,
0: so. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's so funny, and he he has that cutting sense of humor that can be yes.
1: misinterpreted
0: a lot. You know? <laughs>
1: Which Uh, obviously has happened with Fat Mike. If you listen to that interview, it has happened, um, numerous times. Did you, did you do it with Fat Mike? No, no, no. I did it with, um, with, with Sergi and he talks about Fat Mike. Oh, oh, Um, oh, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Dude, yeah, his relationship with Fat Mike's hilarious. So good. (laughs) He's got got a good gig over
1: there at Fat. He does, he does. And he sort of pops in and out, but he does, he does nearly all of their artwork, um, these days. I think he's doing yeah. like, you know, 50-60% of all their records these days, which I is crazy. I don't know how
0: anyone can keep up with that kind of workload. That's <laughs> he, he does work fast.
1: But but this is a good segue into punk. Um we've already talked about hardcore punk and I'm a, I'm a huge punk and hardcore fan, but That's awesome. I guess I guess one of the one of the biggest well, they are the one of the biggest punk bands of the last 30 years, Green Day, and you did their yeah, yeah. hits package god's favorite band you did the illustration for that as well which is the the drawing of the of the band how did that (laughs) one come into your lap and once again are they a band that know what they want dude
0: yeah for sure super specific so that was done through warner brothers frank maddox was the uh the creative director and he reached out to me he said hey let's like put some comps together he sent me a bunch of photos and we did a bunch of like kind of cut and pasty stuff, or at least like my first round of covers. It was kind of a group pitch. Uh Frank was pitching, some other people were pitching. But I did some stuff, um, just kind of like photo collaged with mm. the the three band members' faces with uh halos over uh-huh. each head. And uh the band liked that but uh and, and I guess they had done a previous shoot with them in priests costumes and I think it <laughs> rang a bell with them and they're like oh dude that's perfect let's use this photo but do it illustrated and so I had to do uh an illustration and that's always like really tricky especially with people's egos you know trying to get <laughs> you know the the lines around their eyes, not looking too old, and and stuff like that. So, but but dude, it, it was super fun. And obviously, you know, growing up in the the early nineties, uh, mm. Green Day was like monumental. So to attach my name to something like that is like still mind warping to me. It's
1: crazy. And, and so that that photo is act that painting or drawing I should say is actually of a real photo, is it?
0: Yeah, kinda. It's like it's a little it's it's a little like cut and like manipulated and stuff. Um just to get the proportions right. But yeah, like we use we use like a a pre existing photo. I forget the name of the photographer. I I should be able to <laughs> name drop them right now. But uh yeah I mean, like the photo essentially was was uh hilarious to begin with, but then being able to put them in front of that stained glass window that kind of references all the old album covers and stuff yes. that was that was a cool puzzle to to put together
1: that little easter eggs you've put in there for for fans, which is yeah, yeah, very yeah. very cool <laughs> and, um, I, love, I love that i love that yeah i I was just talking i to mean i who's done a whole bunch of artwork and he puts Easter eggs in nearly every release, which I think is very cool.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's, that's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, like Easter eggs as somebody who's just like sifting through the, the album art. That's always the sickest thing as a spectator. <laughs> most definitely, most definitely.
1: Well, you, you should, every artwork, there's a challenge for you. Put an Easter egg in.
0: <laughs> send me, send me your portrait and I'll hide your face in you every want my, one of my layouts moving
1: forward. There Sir, there is a reason I do podcasts. It's because I don't have the face,
0: <laughs> the face for video. radio. Nice. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've got
1: the perfect face for radio. There you go. But uh, um, but look, let's let's jump around that, the hardcore uh uh scene a little bit more. Stick to your guns. Um, true yeah. view. Incredible, incredible artwork. Very detailed. Yeah, man. Probably, I mean, probably one of the most detailed ones you've done, right?
0: Yeah, that's probably one of my favorites to date. Mainly because that's the illustration style I like to work, work in. And, you know, working with the band, um, Jesse specifically, he, dude, is just the coolest guy, always lets me like, you know, spread my wings, do whatever I want. Um, mm. I mean, there, there's always some back and forth. He, he's also one of those guys who has a very specific vision, but he sent me all the lyrics and he knew he wanted a, an old map kind of vibe. Mm. Uh, but I wanted to do a little icon, like a little illustration for each track. So getting yes. to do that much illustration work in that style was so fun, so cool. Well, I love working with those dudes.
1: And and once again, what, was it something that you you took it all to them once you created it, or did it go through? Did it go through different iterations?
0: Um, yeah, dude. Okay, so like that's one of the more like detailed ones I've done. And I was like, dude, I'm opening myself up for so much hurt right now. <laughs> like Each one of these things I'm sure is going to get noodled to death. And I think there's 13 or something.
1: Yes. Uh, yes. 12
0: or 13. And and I, I said, like right when I cl- clicked send on the first email, the first iteration of that, I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be like the rest of my week. You know what I mean? Just kind of. <laughs> And these left and right. Because, I mean, the lyrics I was referencing that Jesse wrote for the record were, like, deeply, deeply personal. He had just been Mm. going through a breakup. He was moving out of Canada, which I know he loved. And so he was going through, like, this, like, monumental stuff in his life. And for someone to, like, hand this – these words over to you and, you know, be that vulnerable. Like I was like, fuck, dude, like I ha- I have to get this right. If I don't get this right, like I'm going to be doing not only myself a disservice, but like his, his life and like these <laughs> life events a disservice. So I mean, dude, like the pressure was on, but I don't think I made a single tweak to any of those. Wow. Not one. I think, I think we played with textures a little bit on in, in like coloring. But mm. it, it was it was kind of like a one-and-done thing. It, it, and it's something as simple as that, that M&M cover that's, like, type-driven with some, like, photo overlays and some, like, Photoshop tricks and stuff. Like, you would think that would be, you know, the quick one-and-done. But, no, nah, man, like, it's when you peel back the curtain, you see how, like, convoluted this shit gets.
1: Oh, I can imagine how many layers you've got in Photoshop. I've started to find out. Through these interviews, that everything is photoshopped to the hilt, and there's four thousand layers behind everything to get something oh, yeah. that looks that looks quite simple is is really detailed. And getting getting that old paper type font, um, oh sorry, yeah. not, not the paper type style is not an easy yeah, yeah. task because it's easy to look no. really really bad.
0: <laughs> oh, totally, totally. I mean, and, and it can start to feel a little heavy handed. Yeah. You
1: know? Yep. You've got Photoshop-y the, the mix perfect.
0: Oh, thanks, man. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Better.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, look, man. That, that was definitely one of the more fun ones for sure. They're not all fun.
1: Well, it, it stands out. It stands out. But another one that, that I think would have been fun, and it's fun to look at, and it's one of those ones I see in record stores, and I do this a fair bit. I see them in record stores, and I think, I'm, I want to own that just for the artwork. And I'm talking about Seaway's vacation album. Uh for anyone who hasn't <laughs> Thanks, seen man. it, it's literally a suitcase with stickers on it. Uh all different all different stickers and it's obviously manipulated, but it is amazing. It stands out. The inside packaging which is on your on your website, which we'll give a plug to, which is kill yeah, k I H L dot org. If anyone who you is interested, it. I'm sure you all are. How did that one come about and was it as fun to put together as it looks?
0: Yeah, that one, that, so like I had done maybe six or seven different versions of that cover for the band and I was going to send it off, but I felt like there was something obvious kind of being left on the table. And that was the last thing I threw in the mix right before sending them the first round of options. And I was super stoked that they gravitated towards it because, like, it, the the outside is the the travel trunk, like the, the suitcase, mm. and then the inner sleeve is, you know, a folded Hawaiian shirt. You know, somebody's <laughs> about to go on on vacation. Nice I mean, it's 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 super cheesy and on the nose, but I mean, the guy's music has such a cool sense of humor and uh and just like fun, summery vibe that it, it totally
1: made sense i thought oh it is it's once again one of those ones that instantly stands out and it's something that you've got a real eye for i mean looking through your website which i am doing as i'm talking to you (laughs) Um, oh sweet 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 it it is absolutely incredible like and especially the detail for some of the things like one of them that I mean, I'm not particularly a huge Eric Clapton or Steve Winwood fan, um, but the <laughs> album artwork that, that you did for that with the detailed artwork around and then um I'm trying to think of the name that it is, what it's called, the yin and yang. Art and Oh, the
0: yin and yang uh, um, uh, yin, yeah, yin thing, yeah.
1: The yin and yang yeah, I with, mean, with their names.
0: Baby Boomers are stoked on that one. Like if I talk to like my dad's <laughs> friends and shit, and I and I drop that one, they're like, "Oh my god, that's great," you know. But like, yeah, most most kids our age. I I assume you're about my age, like,
1: I'm forty, like,
0: su- so I'm super not a kid anymore. Okay, sweet. <laughs> oh, dude, forties are the new twenty-five, man.
1: Oh, it, like, like you, you are correct there. You are correct, but uh, but it once again was that something? Do you get offered these artwork? Um, or, or I you know, is it something that you're provided with and you and you've sort of been given a, a brief and said, look, we're doing this for Eric Clapton. Are you the artist they go to, or you've mentioned a few times that a few people pitch for things? Is that, is that quite often the case where you're up against other artists pitching for the same work?
0: I, I try not to get myself in that position. It's, it's really, <laughs> it's really tough. And I mean, uh, but. Yeah, okay, so when that was one of my first packages I did at Warner Brothers when I got pulled ah. into the art department. Yep. And, uh, that was very, very much like, all right, here's the vibe. This is what we're going for. Here's some like pre-existing photos, et cetera, et cetera. To do your thing, you know? And, you know, just, just being an in-house label guy, like you get some cool shit kicked to you, you know? Mm. I mean, like if, if you look at, uh uh Fisher, the guy who did uh Nevermind, you know?
1: Yes. Yes. And Robert, he's a like, lovely guy.
0: Yeah. Dude, lovely guy, super talented, and just super stoked to be where he was when that shit was
1: hitting, right? <laughs> <laughs> like he's still super stoked about it. <laughs> Trust
0: me. Yeah. I mean dude, like how could you not be? It's I mean, it's amazing. I mean it, i I love his line about like, oh dude, like had I known this was going to be the biggest record, you know, of all time, I would probably <laughs> would have buckled under the pressure. You know? yeah. I think anybody he's, would, you know?
1: He was he was hilarious. He was just and he is just the funniest guy and he's someone I was really nervous. Like I'm nervous to speak to you. I'm nervous to speak to everyone. And he's just one of the guys I'm that either did. Div. Oh, <laughs> good. Yeah. yeah, no, he's yeah, he's great. He's one of those guys he's like, Yeah, I ran down to the art department because I love Navar, to go see him. And he's like, I want to do this art cover, and they they were like, Yeah, well, no one knows who they are. Sure, you can have it. They just sort of switched it to him as an afterthought, <laughs> and, you know. And had totally. that person had known, they would have said, No, I'm doing this. God damn it! My favorite line of his is that they found a photographer that advertised that his speciality was underwater photography, and
0: I, yeah, <laughs> I thought that was like under Underwater humans or something. Like it was like <laughs> worded super creepy. <laughs> why, why would you want to work with that? But you yeah, oh, know, I mean, dude, t- talk about just all the stars aligning for such a yes. rad cover.
1: Most definitely um, but the stars the stars have aligned a little bit for you. I mean, you've worked with with Metallica. Sure. Let's let's talk a little bit about about live live at Grimes because when you yeah. get a band like Metallica to work with, you've got sure. that legacy, you've got that history. And you've got incredible artwork behind you, and you've sort. Do you feel like you have to live up to that, especially with an album that's a live album, right?
0: Oh, for sure, dude. Like, I mean, I approach that one is just like anything else. You know what I mean? I mean, like contributing to a band's visual legacy is like always so daunting and so. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Like, I like, I put a lot of pressure on myself, whether it's Seaway or I mean, not to. Diminish how big Seaway is. I mean, they're doing great, but like, compare them to yeah, a, a few band bands of like Metallica, Metallica, Metallica. Yeah, I know exactly. So I mean, yeah, it's 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 really nerve wracking. I mean, I'd like to do, uh, y- you know, a studio LP for Metallica. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but I'll, I'll I'll take the live record. It's all good. It, it was super but, fun, and it, yeah. that was another one that went really. Really smoothly. I mean, we had some great um photography to start with. I think it's James Minchin who took those photos.
1: Yeah, it's it says oh, on the I, I on the artwork one. it's it's three different photographers, and that was one of the questions. Oh, okay, did, yeah. Did 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 they all come? Did all the front cover, for instance, come from the one photographer? And if not, was it hard to because every photographer has their own style instinctively, whether it's shot oh, yeah. at an angle, you know, looking up or straight on or with different yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. different uh settings on their cameras, different speeds, etc. So, was it hard for you to be able to put those together to make it look like, you know, sort of coming from the one the one shot?
0: Well, that yeah, I mean that that's the challenge for sure. I think mm. I think I mean, it's been a long time since I thought about that one, but I know we were <laughs> kind of dumped a bunch of photos from this one you know, from, from the show at Grinies and there was a bunch of photographers, photographers there obviously snapping shots and it was really just about finding the right ones, uh, of each guy and gelling them together in that like, mm, that soup of, you know, scratch textures and, you know, light overlays and stuff like that. Uh, it, it, it was, it, it was challenging, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not as challenging as I, working with photography to me is always a lot easier than starting with illustration or something, but I, I you've got something to start working. with, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I did at my time at Warner, I did a lot of like pop stuff like Jason Derulo and Madonna mm. and stuff like that. And and that stuff's all really photo based and photo driven. And I don't have a lot of stuff like that on my site because I I don't know, like as I'm, curating my work. I want to always present the stuff that I'm kind of, uh, uh, you know, like I could see myself in it more, if that makes sense. Because I I mean, yeah, I mean like I could put all like the stuff I've done for Jason Gerulo, which is like a ton of stuff on my website. And I I don't know, maybe that would mean something to, to somebody (laughs) like maybe a 16 year old (laughs) girl somewhere. But like, like for me, I, I just want to, I just want to present, you know, my shit, you know.
1: Yes, definitely, definitely. Know. definitely. And it's really it's really weird when you talk about artists like Madonna and Jason Derulo. And someone mentioned it to me in in one of these interviews that I've done is that they put it in perspective for me. They're like, imagine if Madonna wasn't on the front cover of Madonna record, it wouldn't work. Imagine if Britney Spears wasn't uh, on the front you, cover. Yeah. Or, did you have the com- this conversation with Nick Steinhardt? I think, I think it might have been Nick Steinhardt. So Maybe. Sorry everyone, yeah. we're jumping. Um Donny's heard some of the episodes <laughs> that I've done, so we keep jumping to some of the other artists because cheating. they just cheating. have different points of view. Yeah, we're cheating a bit. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I think it was Nick. And, uh, um, and for those who don't know Nick, he's an incredible artist. He is also from the band Touche Amore. Yeah, you know, he, he was the one putting in perspective. He's like, you don't get a choice. You've got pink, pink goes on the front cover. That's it. <laughs> and you've got to make it work. And he does make yeah. it work, but, but
0: it, it oh, is dude. strange, isn't it? That's what's, that's what's brilliant about Nick. I mean, like, he could work in that pop space. And in that pop space, you have the photo that's probably being fed to you by some, you know, crazy famous photographer. So, I mean, yes. you have that pressure working with. but. His ability to, to insert himself into, uh, the very few ingredients that go on a pop cover. It's, you know, it's usually a logo and a, and a yeah. title and a photo. You know what I mean? But somehow he's able to insert himself into every little like, uh, you know, like feeling element or, or yes. yeah, every little nuance of the type. And, you know, like out of a lineup, I could always pick out his work. It's, yeah, and he's I'm so he's, dialed and so refined. And he's he's one of those guys where he just loves pop music.
1: But uh, but I, uh, I I know,
0: and he's a hardcore dude.
1: I know, and I I don't mind pop music, but but I'm I'm more on the I'm more on the on on the punk and rock side. But um, but look, we do have to talk more about your artwork. Seven Dust, kill, <laughs> kill the floor. I'm just jumping from yeah. from Britney Spears to to Seven Dust. They should collaborate. But um, <laughs> but that would be an interesting collaboration. I think one would kill the other. Oh, but um, for you. yeah, yeah. But kill the floor. Really, really detailed and insane coloring. Is that one that you pitched to the band? And did it start off as a drawing, or did it start off as as the art with that sort of style?
0: Dude, yeah. So like that one, it's it started as a sketch that I made from my wife's hospital bed. Like she my wife got Lyme disease and we were in LA oh, wow! we just moved to Colorado, but uh the treatment that she needed to get was in LA, so we moved back to LA while still paying rent on the house that we were in there. It was just like this crazy time in my life and was like super stressed out, but my wife had just had like a seizure related oh, wow. to, to her Lyme disease, and so she had to get sent to the hospital in an ambulance and I met her there and because deadlines are deadlines uh and she was just kind of out of it recuperating, I had to do the sketch for that one in a hospital, <laughs> which sucks, and I mean, in retrospect, I'm like. I mean, I, it, it must have been like when my wife was like sleeping or something, cause I certainly mm. wasn't like sacrificing <laughs> my attentiveness to her. But yeah, you uh, see,
1: don't worry about it. Don't worry. I've got to finish this. No, I can imagine. Yeah. It so I'm just, I, very it, it,
0: it, it, dude, it was, it was such a nightmare, but yeah, I did that. I pitched it with some, I wanted to go more bold three color. Black, mm. white, red, you know, something like that, so initially it was it was pitched in a really limited three color color scheme, and the band hit back on there like and, and they they liked it, but they wanted to really pop the colors, make it a little more mm. I don't know, like mastodoni, I guess, or you know it just just as yeah. wild as we could push the cover, so that's where we landed for that one,
1: well, if anyone hasn't seen it it's it's a picture of a bird attacking a wolf and it looks like one of the wolves from game of Th- game of thrones if anyone has seen those wolves and dude, the, the i should have copyrighted is, that oh you should have you should have you'd make a lot of money right about now yeah, but, um, it's, it's and, the
0: house stark sigil
1: that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's right right before i went to sleep last night that's what i was watching as well game of thrones so um so oh, it's dude, all my very
0: present that again too. Sweet. <laughs>
1: But talk, you mentioned Mastodon, and that's one we can jump to because, once again, sure. very stylized. A lot of the same oh, elements. Yeah. You've got a border art, a very stylized border art. Border yeah. art I mean. And then you've also got an animal on the front cover, which which is sort of a Mastodon, I would assume. Um, uh, or or as it's, an animal. As it's, a,
0: so are you looking at the cover for Hunter?
1: I am. The Hunter we're talking about, yes.
0: Yeah, the Hunter. So that... Is actually a three dimensional sculpture done by a guy named AJ Fossick.
1: So oh I've God. done,
0: I've done like every Mastodon record for the last like five years. I don't promote it a lot I mean, longer than that, six years or something. Um, but I, I don't promote that work a lot because, um, first of all, Bron Daler, the, the drummer is like not only the sickest drummer, but an incredibly <laughs> talented creative director. He, uh, he's always looping in like the most talented illustrators, the most talented sculptures, uh, sculptors. And, uh, sculptors. In, in, so, so in that case, he commissioned AJ Fossick to do this sculpture. And wow. So it was my, so it was my job to like get it photographed and to turn this Single photo into an album packaging, so yeah, all those like border details and supplementary illustration was the, was the stuff I contributed. But I mean, dude, like Bron incredible. Who to work with? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, even the the latest one, Emperor of Sand, is just dude like so sick. And and I mean, when you have a good batch of ingredients to to bake with, you're gonna get a a good. Tasting cookie at the end. <laughs> so, like, I, can, to... I can't take credit for any of that. Like, I mean, Braun's so sick, but I mean, I'm just so grateful to be in the mix and to be the one putting the packages together for them.
1: It's such an well, honor. I, I can imagine. But look, one of the. You, you talked about the right elements, and one of the ones I wanted to ask you about is, is a strange one. Lincoln Park. You did. You've done a, a fair bit for Lincoln Park, actually, quite a few yeah. things, but you did. The illustration for the deluxe album of, of one more light um which is a foil stamp on linen according to your website thank you for that yeah, yeah. <laughs> um
0: and yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: you, dealing with someone like lincoln park where you've got mike shinoda who by the way i have tried to get for this series because he is an incredible visual artist in his own right um oh, so
0: good, so but,
1: good. But, I, but i think he's a little bit camera shy at the moment for obvious reasons but his management are lovely yeah, um man. and what what is he Was he hands-on? Is he hands-on with whatever Lincoln Park produced?
0: So I got involved with that project through their kind of go-to creative director since the very beginning, this guy Frank Maddox, who I could link you up with. You should absolutely do an interview with him. <laughs> nicest <laughs> dude. And my, like, career Yoda guru guy. He, nice. He was, he was working in the Warner Art Department when I first got the gig there. And now he's one of the head honchos still there. And nice. he's, uh, the nicest dude, super talented. Um, but yeah, he's, he's kind of their guy, their creative director. And anytime they need, uh, you know, an extra set of hands, an extra mm. set of eyes or some like illustration work, Frank's always looping me in for that. So I had the honor of doing, yeah, that hands, that hexa hand. Illustration mm. icon, which you know, after Chester died, R.I.P. He that that illustration was, uh you know, really. I mean, it was everywhere. You know, after his yeah. death, yeah. Like, the fans really gravitated towards it, and uh yeah, another like fun one that went relatively smoothly, and I couldn't be more stoked to have uh, been involved <laughs> on that one. So Boy. awesome.
1: Like a lot of your artwork, it really stands out and it's absolutely incredible. Like looking at at some of these other ones and one of them, one of the ones that I want to chat about, I am taking up a lot of your time. I seem to say that to everyone. I do good. Um, Someone I don't know and I don't pretend to know everyone that's on your covers. Like I, for instance, I know who Eric Hutchinson is. I know who, I know that dude from a video clip from 10 years ago, but. But um but I want to talk about <laughs> that, 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 that that's my knowledge it was a fun video clip 10 years ago future user supernatural yeah incredible artwork and is it a photo of a of a of a city you know side alley is that an actual real photo or is that drawn
0: so so for the yeah for the, for that background element it's like it's kind of a hybrid it mm. was like it was it was drawn over uh like like just crank the contrast and then like some like illustrator live trace and stuff just like an amalgamation of a bunch of different things to get it right
1: cool and then you've got the yeah. flaming the flaming man listening to music uh that's and- actually
0: that the future user is uh Tim Comerford from Raging is the machine it's like one of his side projects no, I didn't it's, know it's, that pretty, it, it's pretty. It's <laughs> pretty out there, dude. It's pretty, it's pretty
1: wild. But Rage Against the Machine is one of my favorite bands of all time. So I mean, getting to work with them was fucking amazing. And and was he was he once again hands? I assume he would be quite hands on with with the the visual aspect of the band. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Well,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, in Rage or in Future User? In Future User. Because like in, fu- in Future User, he he wanted me to come up with this character called swim and you know he's always gonna have these iconic like headphones on and you can't really see his face. So I mean there was a little bit of like character development in addition to just the straightforward illustration. So that was really fun. Cool, uh it, isn't didn't it? Really it, don't, it it didn't really go anywhere. I mean like in that calls into question. I mean like no one really talks about how sick so many covers are but like mm. when it doesn't sync up with an amazing band it's just it, no one can give a fuck <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> like like i mean it's when you talk to people about their favorite album covers it's usually for a big band that meant a lot to a lot of people you know what i mean very rarely yeah. is somebody like oh i love that like you know, whatever obscure punk record from like, you know, <laughs> like, you know what I mean. Very rarely does that happen, and it and it shows you that like when the music is lending its resonance to the art and vice versa, and like you have this perfect yes. synergy of like, you know, aesthetic and music. That's when you know a spell is cast. <laughs> you know, oh, like that's the, when like the visual the real magic happens.
1: Yeah the visual aspect is not to be underestimated in in any way shape or form because it 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 brings to life like you think of nirvana most people think of the nevermind cover that's what pictures totally. in your head when when you when you talk about that um but like like you getting into like the theory of
0: that though like would it if it if it was just a pink cover with black type like that would probably everyone would think would be the sickest shit ever right or maybe not or maybe not or maybe people would say it's an amazing album with the worst album art
1: and that and that does happen every now and again but not too often most of the time what's what's
0: what's your favorite album with the worst album cover
1: my favorite album with the worst album cover Mm. i'm probably going to get shot here but but because i do love him as an artist but some of the album covers that Huskadoo did. I love Huskadoo. And <laughs> I've Husker met du Grant. Too. I've met Grant Hart. Are, are a lot you doing a Grant Hart interview? I wish he passed away. He passed. I met him, but he passed away oh, about 18 months
0: ago. Oh, yeah. fuck. Dude, it's
1: stupid. I actually I
0: got to talk to him about his art, and that's why I'm like, fuck, like why aren't you guys Oh my god, yeah. that's yeah. so tragic so, that I was fucking So talk I actually met up.
1: him. I actually <laughs> That's cool. I actually met him. He came to to Sydney and he is as wild and weird and crazy as, and, you know, a little bit, you know, can turn on a dime, you know, would be talking to you and then suddenly make the nastiest remark about Bob Mould or something to you. (laughs) And it would just be really (laughs) confronting. Um, but, But to answer your question, I love their artwork, but some of it I think Oh my god! What were you thinking? You should have. How
0: sick is Zen Arcade though? Zen Arcade. Zen Arcade.
1: So so so, just let everyone know. And this is me in full Josh Gloat mode. I have three copies yeah, do it. of of that record, and each one signed by each band member, where their body is, well, you know, we've... like on each person. And it's oh, it's framed on my wall, and it's one of my favorites. So, well, dude, so,
0: when I'm an Australian next, we got to sync up and you might well, not d- have done. that on your wall anymore. <laughs> so, you got, you, you got to keep an eye on me. That's yeah, awesome.
1: So, so, so I've got nearly all the, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've met or spoken to, I've met Bob, I've met Grant, and, um, and I've, I've actually interviewed and I've sent over, um, a whole bunch of stuff to Greg Norton. He sent me some really cool stuff as well. So, I sort of, Same in man. a roundabout way. So, I sort of know Greg a little bit from my <laughs> Facebook and stuff, but, um, some of their album covers. Leave a little to be desired, <laughs> um, sure. in my opinion, okay. and and so you know I don't without naming specifics. Zen Arcade, you know, fits perfectly, but some of them I just yeah. think, I just think you know you've got such incredible catalog here, um and you know and I do love the artwork, but I just think it's not not you know perhaps going back they they could have they could have done something a little bit better. But it was also the time and the yeah and the style, and I'm probably going to get hate mail for sure. saying that. <laughs> what, oh, dude, what 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 about you what 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 oh <laughs> what's man. your favorite I've... what's your favorite that that you don't like the artwork of don't say never mind
0: <laughs> no 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 never oh god that's so hard that I don't like the album art for... i'm a- i'm the biggest Nick k fan like I'll fight anybody who says yep. that they're a bigger fan than me, but skeleton tree maybe not my favorite cover mm mm. Good choice. You know, I I, I think maybe I'm – I think I may be missing something. I don't know.
1: Another yes. great
0: Australian band, The Drones.
1: Are you familiar with them? Yes, yes, yes. I know who The Drones are. I've seen The Drones. So very so cool band. good.
0: What a fucking <laughs> underrated, amazing band. Like their last record cover, I don't know, man. I, 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 I think maybe I'm missing something, and I'm not one to judge because judge those guys are like amazing musicians and ha- have a – have an aesthetic for sure, but, I mean, dude, give me a crack at that last one. I love that record so much.
1: Yes. Yeah, oh, look, and, um, a, a great a great band. And now I've been thinking, I've probably been really harsh on Husker do because I do love, you know, Warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> I do yeah, love that artwork. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Everyone loves that artwork. Yeah, but, I
0: mean, dude, oh, they, they can't all be gems now. I mean, no, my career no. is full. Fo- like, dude, I still feel like I'm not hitting where I need to hit. But I mean, I love every opportunity I get to, to work with music. And I, I'd, I'd rather do this than work f- for like a toothpaste company or something <laughs> Like the only and, reason and now, why I do this is for music, you know, like I love the next music job so much you get
1: and, will be a band wanting to do a toothpaste cover. You know, you predict the future when you talk like that. <laughs> oh, I love that. that. That would actually be sick. I mean, but, um, but, but let's talk about Devo. I want to talk about Devo for a minute. Sure. Because you've done some repackaging of two of their, yeah. their biggest albums, which is Freedom of Choice and We Are Not Men. And you actually created a transparent overlay mixing the covers, um, extremely yeah. clever. Puts the cone from the hats from Freedom on the cover of Are We Not Men. Did First question is, did you feel the pressure when you are taking elements from two classic album covers? and And... And Devo in particular. Was what was that like? And second question is, was Mark Musborough, um, who I probably pronounced wrong, was was, bar. He, yeah, you got it. Was, was he hands on? Because I believe he's hands on with nearly everything.
0: Oh dude. Yeah. Like such a brilliant visual artist in addition to mm. any of his his music style. Devo to me are like the band that got it right. Out of every mm. band in in musical history, like they're the band that got the aesthetic right. Like they're, they're as much their aesthetic as their music is, you know what I mean? Like mm. their aesthetic is as important to who Devo is as a band and as a, an art movement. I mean, I've heard Mark say in multiple interviews that, you know, when they started Devo, they wanted it to be an art movement, not just a band name. You know, like Art Devo, yes. they wanted to be Art Devo, you know, which is mm. brilliant. And they, uh, and they knocked it out of the park. I mean, they're like the coolest looking band and they have some of the coolest looking packages of all time. So yeah, I mean, I definitely felt the pressure and it was an honor to get to meet them. And I got to go down to Mark's studio where he has a bunch of old Devo stuff archives all all, yeah so like we were just digging through dusty boxes full of diva stuff trying to figure out what would be cool to include um with a lot of these reissues because the reissues were coming out at the same time their last record came out um it's called uh something for everyone Mm. and and i got to do that one too um with, uh, this advertising agency that they looped in. It's a long story, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, dude, working with Devo was so fun. And that, that, that package with the mashed up covers was really, really fun to do. And I don't know, probably one of like, the coolest experiences working at Warner at the time was working with Devo yeah, for sure.
1: And, 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 and that's, that, that's my question. Ultimately, out of everything you've done, what is, I mean, everyone sort of has their favorite, you know, favorite piece of artwork is, is what I found. And usually most, most of the artists seem to have them framed on their wall. So I'm going to ask you, do you, what oh, yeah. is your favorite artwork and is it framed on your wall?
0: <laughs> well, that's funny. Like um my favorite album cover is probably Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. And, uh, I, I have two of the, um, uh, like, decoupage, uh, detailed inserts that came in the reissue of the CDs. Yes. Like, all the CDs came in that, like, really cool, fancy, LP-sized package, and it had some, some inserts that could be framed, and I have those framed for sure. Oh. Um, awesome. I actually meant but, uh, of your artwork. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of mine? Do I have any of mine? No. No You're way. You don't. No, 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 no. Like, I, I have, like, dore etchings and stuff framed in my house and, like, <laughs> stuff that in, like, old, like, blues records and, you know, and, I, uh, I, I'm just looking around my office right now. I have, like, a White Stripes poster and some, uh like, Mars Volta stuff. Like, I don't know. Just cool stuff done by people way more qualified than I
1: No, I don't know about that but what what's your you mentioned you sort of one of your favorites was stick to your gun um what what albums do you that you've done what album covers you done that you think that one I like a lot like you know what what ones out of all the years still stick out to you
0: <clears throat> uh, of this stuff with stick to your guns or just of
1: anything I've done? No, no, in gen, everything, everything you've done. Everything?
0: That, that one sticks out a lot for sure. I mean, cause <laughs> I feel, I feel like very rarely do I get to illustrate in a style that I feel is representative to like, you know, the, the stuff I, I would do, um, if, if it, it was just like a personal project, you know, like I do a lot of, Woodcuts and like lino cuts and stuff, and that's the kind of stuff I love doing outside of just working digitally. Um, if I if I need a reprieve from a computer screen, I do lino cuts, and and uh, to me, the the illustrations I did for Stick to Your Guns are are kind of the digital equivalent of that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, so. So yeah, I mean, like that, that one felt like really personal to me. Um, I don't know, man. Like I, I try to put myself into everything that comes across my desk mm-hmm. and you can tell, uh, it's, <laughs> and it's just, dude, it's, it's like soul charring like 80% of the time. It's like, it's, <laughs> it's a really hard <laughs> gig. And I mean, like I, I know the more interviews you do and the more you talk t- to people and peel back the curtain, like you see like how, difficult it is like if you talk to a lot of the older cats like a lot of the people that did stuff back in the day they weren't in the music industry very long you know what I mean like most people's track record it's about five to eight years and then they're just like fuck this like I'm gonna go work for myself or I'm gonna work for an agency or I'm gonna do it because it's it's really really tough man like you have to play the psychological game, like dealing with, with <laughs> just trying to read people's minds, and it can it,
1: it get yeah, really painful, Most dude. definitely. <laughs> most definitely. Well, it's like when when you were talking about um, Melancholy and Infinite Sadness. Um, John Craig, yeah. who designed that, he he got out yep. really quickly. You know, he was oh, in yeah. and out in a couple of years, and then went and lived on a farm. And, you know, his dude, wife I mean, raised yeah, cattle. Like,
0: <laughs> that's, that's the life, man. I'm trying to follow the John Craig model, man. Like, <laughs> I was in LA for 10 years and my wife and I moved away four and a half years ago. We now we live in the middle of nowhere and like right outside of Durango, Colorado in the mountains. No. Nice. Uh, it just with a, a killer view and we're just trying to spend as much time outside and, you mm-hmm. know, living in the the real world and not the digital world you know
1: like most definitely uh most definitely well look look we've had an incredible chat and i have two questions to, to finish off with if that if that is okay him, him with me. you and i ask everyone these questions so you probably know what's coming and you've already answered one of them what is your favorite <laughs> album cover of all time and and i'm assuming that that um the melancholy one is the one oh yeah Yeah, I mean, that that was
0: the first time I saw an album. I mean, I was always drawn to music and album covers in particular, but when I saw that, I was like, dude, that, I, whatever that is, I want to do that forever. Like, (laughs) I just want to like, like, and at the time I, like, I knew it was kind of cut up and stuff. Like, I mean, some Mm. of the interior illustrations specifically look noticeably collage. Yes. Uh, but that cover, I was like, "Fuck, dude!" Like, I couldn't wrap my head around like how somebody could create that out of multiple pieces and and, and yes. do it so seamlessly and so brilliant from right? I mean,
1: encyclopedias and, and stuff. Yeah, crazy. man.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, Diddy's got it so dialed. I I love it, and I love it as much as when I first saw it. But it was also like, again, like going back to the chicken and egg conversation. I mean, that album meant mm. a lot to me when it came out too. You know. So, I mean, mm. not only did the art resonate, but the music resonated. And maybe the art resonated as much as it did because I was so in love with the music, you know. Yes. And I love how John like, Craig is like, I, I don't listen to that music. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> <either>. <laughs> no. Most definitely. most. Yeah. Um, my favorite John Craig story, just, just so you know, is that he used an hey. athlete's foot artwork and put his oh, yeah. face on it. <laughs> oh, for a Rod Stewart's so album good, cover. Dude.
0: I love that. Yeah, that was such a... I th- dude, I that all these was interviews brilliant. have was been like, such a revelation. Yeah,
1: I was, like, I was like, that is so brilliant, as if, you know, that's got to be my snippet. And I actually make little video snippets, and that's what I use, because it was just so cool. It's like, yeah, it was for an athlete's foot medication, and I shoved a live photo of put, on there.
0: That shows you the brilliance <laughs> of him, man. Like, he, his eyes are never not looking for, mm. for you know, that that... That, uh, what do you, like, that transmutation of, like, low art <laughs> into high art, you know? Like, everything he's looking at, he's like, how can I make that sick? You know? Yeah, exactly.
1: I'm exactly. Jealous. But the he's most great. mundane, the most mundane, he is very, yeah, he is, he's a very cool guy as well. Um, but the, I, I guess, I, I, that's sort of not the, the first question I normally ask everyone, but I, I sort of jump to it. But the, the, the first question I normally ask everyone is, what album cover do you wish you had created? I, I mean, I guess it is. You, you still wish you had created the melancholy, um, album cover, correct?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I could take credit <laughs> for that, for sure. I, I could die <laughs> happy now, for sure. All right. Um, and,
1: and the second, but do, the, the second question. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. You go. There you go. No, no,
0: no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Uh, I was going to say, the second question is, is there an artist living or past who you wish you had had the opportunity or you will get the opportunity to work with and create album art for.
0: Ooh.
1: <clears throat> yeah. That's
0: tough, man. Cause it's like, mm. the more you work with your heroes, the less they become heroes. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like when you peel back the curtain on a lot of these guys, you're just like, Oh man. Like, yep. I mean, yep. I would have loved to work with David Bowie, you know, for sure. Yep. Uh, God, it's, that's, That's tough.
1: Um, It's a tough one. And not everyone answers
0: it. Here's what I would want to do. And maybe it's not like so far beyond the scope of what's possible. I would like to do a cover for Mark Lanigan. And I would want to do it. I would want to do a, uh, like a lino cut, like straight black and white lino cut album cover for Mark Lanigan. Cause I feel like that style would blend itself. It would suit music. him very well. And yes. And it's a style – and it's a technique and style I love doing more than anything. So
1: yeah, let's let's do that. Or Mark Lanigan or Nick Cave. Either. They they should do they should do a concept album together. That would be interesting.
0: <laughs> well dude, I know. Like they did like the ship song together live one time. I mean, like I know oh, they're really? they're homies. Oh yeah yeah, ah, there's footage somewhere. There but But, no, actually, I I wouldn't want to do anything for Nick Cave because he's got Hingston
1: Studio, and they kill it every time. They're awesome. (laughs) I I think it's Tom Hingston who does it. Right, and he is, um, yeah, I I think he would be uh, not difficult to work with, but very intense to work with. (laughs) Oh, dude. If you look at any Nick Cave
0: interview ever, you know how intense that you can get. But I feel like he's, he's mellowed out a little bit. Lately, he like has, he's he's so gracious and like sweet yeah. these days. Like he's not but but, like I, but I do think he's playing
1: anymore. with. It. I do think he's playing with interviewees when when he's getting interviewed. He's literally 100%. playing with them, just using them as pawns, oh, Just sure. going, I'm just gonna throw you to the wolves, and if you survive, good on you. <laughs> reality is you're not going to survive. <laughs>
0: yeah people think he's a dick but he's really just a comedian like he's just hilarious
1: like to be able to pull people like that yeah yeah Yeah, he just can't be bothered with 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 all the press and everything so he's like well i'm just gonna i'm just gonna like i said i'm gonna feed you to the wolves and let's go let's have some fun with this so
0: (laughs) (laughs) i wish i had the balls to do that i could never do that i know
1: i know but uh but well dude thank you so much this has been incredible i appreciate
0: you. I appreciate you so much. You're you're, you're a fan and a student. And you're highlighting all like the best things in the world, music and art, and you're doing a great job, man. I really appreciate being a part of the conversation.
1: Oh, thank you, man. And you are doing an amazing job because oh, thanks, the minute man. I saw and I got I got I think it was Nick Steinhardt, one of the guys said you've got to talk to Donnie. and uh, I actually think oh. um, Sergey mentioned you as well. So so the guys I, I'd heard your name a few times, and then once I checked out oh, the awesome. website I was like oh my god I know this artwork oh my god you did that so um so it has been an well, dude, it, to you. No thank matter, you thank you so much d- dude
0: you're the man in uh, I can't wait to hear the interviews as they're airing
1: Vibe Machine.